Good evening, and welcome to Pondering on the Porch. It is August the 27th. We're going to be digging into Proverbs chapter 27 tonight. I am, uh, if you're watching on the video, I'm continually trying to work on my setup. This is something that I want to keep going after I finish the book of Proverbs. I've really enjoyed the habit and just the extra time. Um, you know, I've ended up, the routine I've gotten in is to do this at night, uh, sometimes pretty late, just waiting on you know, every, all my other responsibilities, cutting the grass, getting kids to bed, and everything's slowing down. And I, I want to keep it going. So I've, you know, I've invested in buying some used equipment and setting some things up. We'll see how it goes. Probably in September, I will do something like twice a week, maybe three times a week. We'll kind of see how it goes. Um, the proverb every day is, is a great kickstart to make this habit for myself. Um, I've been texting a couple buddies that uh, are not watching me, but are reading the daily proverb for the month of August because of the ways that it ends up with 31 chapters in 31 days and just have gotten a really, really good response in my heart and some encouragement from some brothers that have you know, been in the word daily and consistently. And as we'll see tonight, there's a good bit of repetition in some of these proverbs. So the ability to just have that those truths continually going through our minds throughout the day and during quiet moments to allow them to uh, just kind of soak in, soak in and, and work on that truth changing our heart. So that's enough of me rambling and we will get started on verse one of Proverbs chapter 27. Don't boast about tomorrow for you don't know what a day might bring. You know, not to, to boast or to be haughty about what you could, be, you know, be bringing in tomorrow. I think that's a little bit about what the writer's saying is that, you know, we can become conceited and tell others, you know, just how great we are and how it's going to continue. But also we, we don't need to let a lot of other things linger from day to day. You know, just be careful that what we have is, is the day that we have right now and that we're not promised tomorrow. And so our eyes need to be set on eternal things and um, you know not procrastinating verse 2 let another praise you and not your own mouth a stranger and not your own lips a stone is heavy and sand a burden but aggravation from a fool outweighs them both fury is cruel and anger a flood but who can withstand jealousy better an open reprimand than concealed love the wounds of a friend are trustworthy, but the kisses of an enemy are excessive. You know, I was thinking about that. It takes a really good relationship to be able to go up to a brother or a sister, and, you know, to put your arm around them and, and to try to to encourage them in a, in a form of correction, uh, something that you see in someone's life or someone sees something in my life in order to come up and say, hey, you're not, you're not doing this right. You know, that would be a, a wound from a friend and but that's something that you can trust for bettering your entire life you know I think about that when I'm sitting down with my kids for correction and discipline we were talking about cell phones um, at dinner last night and you know my heart to them the hoping they would understand is that all all that I want is what's best for them and when we have those friendships when we're able to to have that degree of relation that you can speak into someone's life that's to better them and so even if it hurts a little bit even if it stings a little bit and creates a wound it's much better than the flattery 
of an enemy that that doesn't want you to succeed, that doesn't want doesn't have your best interests in heart. They're just you know kissing up. Um, so let's move on to verse five. I'm going to check behind me. I heard I've had some visitors sitting down here before, but I, they've not been back in a day or two. So yeah, I might look over my shoulder every now and then to make sure I don't have a skunk sneaking up on me. I don't wouldn't care if it was a possum or a coon, um, but I definitely do not want to be surprised by a skunk. Verse 7. A person who is full tramples on a honeycomb, but to a hungry person, any bitter thing is sweet. Anyone wandering from his home is like a bird wandering from its nest. Oil and incense bring joy to the heart, and the sweetness of a friend is better than self-counsel. Don't abandon your friend or your father's friend, and don't go to your brother's house in your time of calamity. Better a neighbor nearby than a brother far away. I didn't quite understand that one, but I do think that it's important, especially in our life, we've lived uh, away from family the majority of our marriage. And I think it's, you know, to me, it's it's just important to make sure you're, you're fostering relationships with people that are around you because it is easy to to go home and to not really connect to the community that you're in. But it, it's, it's good to build those relationships with people right next to you. It's good for you and it's good for your soul, but it's also good to to um to forward the gospel and to build the kingdom you know if your neighbors or your people around you are lost you know to just to build that uh friendship be wise my son and bring my heart joy so that i can answer anyone who taunts me a sensible person sees danger and takes cover the inexperienced keep going and are punished we've had that similar verse before just about having some foresight and intuition about the future and prepare preparation Take his garment, for he has put up security for a stranger. Get collateral if it is for foreigners. If one blesses his neighbor with a loud voice early in the morning, it will be counted as a curse to him. An endless dripping on a rainy day and a nagging wife are alike. The one who controls her controls the wind and grasps oil in his right hand. So when you first read that, your mind might think that you can tame this nagging woman <laughs> but after you think about the metaphor used there you realize that you can't um, you're not able to control the wind and you can't hold on to oil in your hand so some very very strong proverbs throughout the the book about the nagging wife so let's make sure that that we're not a nagging spouse it's always better um, side note here if if you don't think you're a nagging spouse you think you might have one it's always better to just be the example and love through that than to say, hey, you're nagging. Um, so <laughs> I would encourage myself and anyone else that if you're concerned about that, to just be an example of patience and love. Once you once you bring that out, it's, it's not going to be able to come back and it's probably not going to end well for you. <laughs> Verse 17, iron sharpens iron and one person sharpens another. Whoever tends a fig tree will eat its fruit, and whoever looks after his master will be honored. As water reflects the face, so the heart reflects the person. Sheol and Abaddon are never satisfied, and the people's eyes are never satisfied. A crucible refines silver, a smelter refines gold, and a person refines his praise. Though you grind a fool in the mortar with a pestle along with grain, you will not separate his foolishness from him. 
Know well the condition of your flock and pay attention to your herds, for wealth is not forever, not even a crown lasts for all time. When hay is removed and new growth appears, the grain from the hills is gathered in. Lambs will provide your clothing, and goats the price of a field. There will be enough goat's milk for your food, food for your household, and nourishment for your female servants. And that's Proverbs chapter 27. I was going to go back and look at chapter chapter 19, uh, verse, not chapter, verse 19, verse 20, and verse 22. Um, grinding the fool in the mortar and pestle is, is a very strange example, but verse 19 shows us that you know you can see your reflection in water you can see your reflection in the mirror but our heart is a reflection of what we are made of made of and then also in verse 20 or how our eyes are never satisfied we've talked before about how to be, be careful to guard our hearts to guard our minds to guard guard ourselves against being um, hungry um, and not hungry for food but hungry for the world hungry for the pleasures of the world um, you know, hungry for wine or strong drink, just for materialism and pleasure. And, and I think that the example that we see there is that how closely tied those traits are to who we are, to our being and to our heart. And you might think verse 22 doesn't really go with that, but what we see there is that if you were to grind, grind which is just a terrible thought, the fool, you can't remove his foolishness um, from the matter that he is. And that's just showing that our actions, um, you know, our, our spirit and, and our ways are a part of us and are a reflection of our heart and are who we are. And so we must have that, that cleansing from the Lord um, to be set apart. And we just have to be very careful about what we put in because that is what we come out and that's who we, we will become. Hopefully everybody's had a great Sunday. We're about to start a new week tomorrow. It is August the 27th, so y'all have a great night, and I will see you tomorrow.